0: Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.
1: Okay, so hey, Vet Church, how y'all doing? I'm here with my Uncle Billy, um, Bill Mm -hmm. Abear, and my dogs, Link and Doc, have joined us today so comfortably on the couch. So, uh, <clears throat> we got the podcast stuff running. And um, now, are we, re- yes, I'm, I've got a recording. <laughs> the other day I did it, and I was recording it down. It's good. So, uh, yeah, it was a mess. But, uh, so you were, you're a Vietnam War era veteran. Yes. who. You said you signed up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I signed up. I wasn't uh, drafted or anything. Uh you know, I just felt it was my duty to to serve. And how I many things were different. And then I uh, <clears throat> went through uh, basic and all that. And I went several places. Uh, uh, I think I started Fort Jackson. And went to Fort Gordon. Uh, ended up. Uh, Uh, Fort Ord, which is no longer, uh, I just found out, out in California. I went to Aberdeen Proving Grounds, uh, Korea, Germany. So, And you guys sent to Korea
1: thinking you were going to Vietnam. (coughs) Right. Just like my dad did. They just picked you all and were like, you're going over here. Which might be a good thing because we might Mm -hmm. not be here. Right, right. You know, your, Uh, your son, Mark, and I are really good friends. and. One day when he gets out of the, uh, he's in the Coast Guard, right? When he gets out, of he's day, in the Coast Guard Reserve, Reserve right? Yeah. Right. His he's, wife is she's full-time, full-time Coast Guard. Right. Man, they, they're there's some <laughs> fun people, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and you'd ask me why I don't do an interview with him, and and I will, <clears throat> Yeah. but I'm gonna wait till they get out because you know there's there's clearances and all, you know, yeah. like right now <clears throat> everything I did is obsolete. You know, oh right yeah. So, yeah. It, we just talk and then we're not really talking about that anyway what we're talking about is, is how we live day to day and and the facts that like are I mean like you've got some funny stories and I think one time when you told them to me we'd come over spent a night and I I don't know but I, I was I, you know and I still struggle with looking back and, and seeing that there were funny things and you started telling me some of those stories and I realized yeah, I had funny stuff too it wasn't all just horror yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean you you've you've, you feel I don't know what word you feel guilty in a way because you know you have friendships buddies and all that you know do go places and something happens to them but yet you don't go and you know sometimes you wonder well why them not me you never know. That's true. Uh, you, you go where they tell you you're going. And so, uh, and I was, you know, uh, per se, I was in the infantry, but MOS wise, but really. You didn't do much what, infantry. Right. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, in Korea, uh, yes, uh, you know, and then I turned into a radio operator. And then I was, as I told you before, when I was, today, I was getting on the airplane. Orders and everything to go to Germany and then they run up to me, all my records in hand, uh, we're changing your orders. Well, you know, that to me meant one thing. <clears throat> Where am I going? We'll send you your orders. Fine. You felt like you were going straight to Vietnam? Yeah, in yeah. And I came home from my 30-day leave. and. Sixty days and, and this ninety is leaving, days. You're talking about leaving Korea, right? <clears throat> I was home for over 120 days. And, you, and you say you went up there and you kept asking them, "Hey, where and, am I supposed to go?" You know, in those days, of course, you had all your records. And my, you know, I was they an air force, air force base here, uh, so you know, I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. I was going to the air force base, getting paid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the way they teach in Israel. Right. (laughs) You know, and I was
0: still getting my overseas pay and all of that. Uh, But I was, I I guess I fell into a black hole uh, because, you know, you you go through your mind, you know, AWOL, you know, and uh, my dad knew the recruiters here fairly well, and I would go talk to them and, they're making all these phone calls and it's like i didn't exist and I, I mean i don't know uh so like i say i was home for probably over 120 days and i said look i you know i i, I mean i think i even got a part-time job and all i mean you know this <laughs> <laughs> the army gets forgot about you <laughs> so anyway uh i just you know went to him said look yeah send me somewhere i you know i can't take this and so uh i ended up going to Fort Dix, and um, it was real interesting. I just sort of fell in with you know all the people coming in, and uh, one thing led to another. And then we were in a big auditorium, and there was a I don't remember now what he was Lieutenant Captain, and uh, I think first thing he said after he woke everybody up was to you know anybody here had over 30 days leave hit the stage and I'm on about the third row and I'm you know old Alabama boy and I start looking around I don't see anybody standing up and I said no I don't think so you know don't volunteer (laughs) do not volunteer so you know that's fine and they went through a bunch of other stuff and then he said all right listen up you know if your name's called come up on stage Well, they've you know went through three or four or five names and um, Those people came up? They they or were they going up there? there, you know, I'm sitting there, and of course everybody's bored and half asleep and all that, and then all of a sudden my name is called. And I said, they got me. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that goes through my <laughs> And we go up there, well I'm the only uh, non-com up there, and he looks at me, and he's carrying a little three by five box index cards. and he looks at me, Sergeant. and walks over and hands me this box, and uh, <clears throat> we're sending you to Baltimore. Look for AWOLs. Well, I'm going through this all these index cards looking for my name, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, hey. Uh, so anyway, I shouldn't say this, but I don't think we look for anybody, but. Uh, what amazed me, and I mean, I didn't think about it at the time, but now I would say probably, and I don't know, remember how many there were, but seventy-five percent of them, at least, were officers that were AWOL. And they just they realized you know, stuff wasn't you know, right in Vietnam. They went they weren't to going Canada, where, you know, wherever. Yeah. But you you just you know you're trying to. Uh, you know, I was like I said, I I was trying to do the right thing. That you know, if I fell in a hole or whatever, that uh, yeah, eventually they'll catch up. I mean, that's just like you know, getting paid and all that. I knew somewhere, you know, up the line, the paper so per se paper trail is going to catch up with you, and I'd have to you know, I'd have to end up giving that money back or you know whatever, and that's exactly what happened. But I did end up going to Germany. <coughs> Uh, replacement detachment there in Frankfurt, 3rd Armored Division. And uh, the top says, uh, I don't think you want to go here. And I don't remember where it was, but it was... When you say top, you mean first off. Right. And uh, he said, they stay in the field, you know, 300 days a year, and I don't think you want to live in a tent. And I said, no not really where else can i go he says um, <laughs> you know i got a guy rotating out would you like to stay here well this is like two or three o'clock in the morning and i mean all i knew was Frankfurt. and sure well come find out it was you know third armored division headquarters you know three-story building i don't exactly remember and also I ended up staying there uh, my whole tour and um, never went to the field, never fired a weapon. Um, you know, guys were coming and going, and, and a lot of guys were coming back uh, from Nam. and.
1: They were coming back through Germany,
0: which yeah, I didn't realize yeah, until you told me. Well, out. you know, you had Ry, Rymaine, uh, was a big. Yeah, uh, still I've is. flown in there. Yeah. 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 And, I've uh, done that a couple of times. So you know, a lot of them were going to the hospital there and all, and it was. Um, I mean, we stayed busy, but a lot of guys, you know, they would put them up for a couple days to the. We got them situated and all, but there was people coming back that were. Uh, even back then, you know, drugs were a real problem. Uh, it was just so easily obtained there, and um, I mean, there's. Guys, I mean like I said, we were in a three three or four story building, and you know these guys jumping out of windows you know in the middle of the night and you know and i mean it was it was bad i mean we didn't get these guys all the time, but we did we did get them but uh <clears throat> to I was saying you know I went through pay formation and <laughs> uh this is funny the, remember you tell me this now uh and the CG just happened to show up. Commanding General. Right. And uh sort of got everybody's attention, you know, and everybody really got on the ball well, for some reason. Why he picked me, I don't know. But he stood behind uh, this guy that's looking at my paperwork and everything. Well, it had nothing on there where I had been paid for five months, I think.
1: Even though you had been paid, right, but it just it wasn't more on that.
0: my records. Well, this general, the easiest thing for me to say, he sort of came unglued, and he—I think the guy was a little specialist or something—I don't remember—but I mean, he was scared to death. He was shaking, you know, and uh, he says, uh, "You've got about three minutes to give him every penny the government owes him." And I'm going, oh, boy, here we go. Because <laughs> I've already, already been paid. <laughs> That's and, uh, and you're not going to tell uh, so the general. Right. right you <laughs> know, <laughs> so I just thought, okay, went along with it. And to uh, make a long story short, uh, next month they were making fun of me and everything. Well, we got you. All this money you've been paid, not a problem. Send the company safe. You know, so could you were smart enough, oh, to know yeah, they were yeah, coming yeah. Back for that I, well, money. I knew I mean, you know you you just no, you don't get away with that, so but it it uh, and this is just one of the the tales that uh you know I went through, so there are good times, you know, and, and along with the bad and uh and I know there are other guys out there that uh you know, similar situations that. You know go places and, and and you know it's not all bad, but uh you know we delivered troops I probably shouldn't say this but anyway, to go all over the the, the third Armored division, we had drivers you know and the yeah. buses and all that, and the first sergeant liked to drive a lot and and so a lot of times we'd tell the drivers to you know take a break, go to the zoo take yeah, yeah. go somewhere you know and and we'll take over so he would drive and all to all these different locations. And well, i go- You could do an inspection, kind of. Yeah, you know, you know, Show your so, face, see the countryside. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'd go with him and all, and then one day we were, I don't know, went to Hannah, I don't know where we went, but uh, he pulls off the autobahn and just stops and gets out of driver's seat and goes back and gets in a seat and pulls his cap down over his face and uh, he said, wake me up when you're ready to go. Okay, so after about thirty minutes, you know, I said, "Well, it's time to go." He said, "Okay, it's time to go." Okay, you can, we can go anytime you want. I said, well, "I'm ready to go." Uh, well, we can't go till you take off. I said, "Do what?" <laughs> I've never driven a bus in my life. He said, "Well, if you want to get back before dark, uh, anytime you're ready." That can't be that hard. And it, it, I mean, it was still, you know, stick shift and all that. And so I said, okay, so. And you're in Germany uh, on the road. Right. Oralbahn. And so, you know, I, not a problem until we hit an exit. But when you go off an exit on, you know, two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> he came alive then. Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> and, uh. You know, and I said, hey, man, I told you, you know, And, and but by the time we got back, <laughs> I knew how to drive a bus, and uh, I, I would, you know, take troops out by myself and all that, and these drivers loved us, because they didn't have anything to do that day and all. Uh, well, it let you see the but, rest of the, the thing, too. Oh, yeah, I, was, I saw a, a lot of the country, countryside and all there, but, uh, you know, I'd go to the warehouse, and I'd see all these mirrors, and... Why do we have so many mirrors? You know, it's, oh, well, you'll find out. I said, okay, I didn't think anything about it. The narrow roads and streets, and you go across a bridge, and another truck's coming, or another bus. You grab the steering wheel, hold on, close your eyes. Something's getting ready to happen. Your mirrors are going, or his mirrors are going, or both of your mirrors are going. <coughs> And that's exactly what happened, and that's why they have so many. You don't even stop; you just keep, keep on, on rolling. Keep on rolling. There's oh, no insurance one. claim on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, so it was it was good good times. Uh, you know, and this was back in the '60s, and over there, they had red light cameras, which we didn't have, that I know of. You know, until years and years later, but uh we would always get things from the german police and all, was not only picture of the bus tagged but you driving and everything and you know and that was <laughs> do you have uh, some outstanding <laughs> tickets over there in germany <laughs> well you know i thought they're going to collect uh, <laughs> you know didn't didn't worry about it but uh it, it was uh, I mean, you you you, you 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 stayed busy. Your mind was occupied, and all and uh, yeah, we per se had it made. You know what we were doing, and all. And then your you, your your buddies and all were uh, fighting. You know, basically for us. You know that that weren't there. Uh, and why I didn't go. I don't. Well, I did find out later, right before I did uh, in my tour, that uh, people within the headquarters was watching out for us or whatever, you know, because they're, you know, coming down any non-com that hadn't been will go, and hey, if I go, I go, you know. And the only thing that bothered me was, like I said, an infantry MOS, and it'd probably been year and a half, maybe longer, since i not even fired a weapon or anything, you know, training, you know, and, and, and that bothered me a little bit because I said, hey, if I go over there, you know, I may be responsible for whatever and I'm not repair- prepared for that. So yeah, that bothered me a little bit. Well,
1: uh, that's one thing that some uh, folks don't understand uh, yeah. is like you don't when you sign up to go to the yeah. military, you kind of are at the mercy of <clears throat> who's getting out of this position, yeah. who's going into this position, yeah. and, and you weren't drafted, so there was right. no, when they drafted people, they kind of have, they're going to a certain thing. Right. But you signed up, and what year did you sign up?
0: Uh, yes, I did. Um, <laughs>
1: 64.
0: 64. Um, and, I mean, it was, you know, going full-blown, and... Uh, How long yeah. were you in, four years? Uh, three. Three, yeah. uh, and yeah right now personally i think i missed an opportunity you know to stay in but you know when you're in all that's in the back of your mind is getting out when do i get out you know when is my time up you know and 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 that that. was i mean i could have had a good career you know good retirement you know from the military and all uh but you don't think about that, but even uh, even with
1: like me, like I can't mm-hmm. think. Well, I'm going for this twenty years, yeah, twenty something yeah. years. You know, and like maybe if I make the right rank, I'll get to be like, yeah. you, know, cause you always think chief yeah. and chaplains Got in it. my world, and yeah. and then all of a sudden you get hurt at twelve years, and yeah. and you're out. See, so they could have yeah. happened to you too, or oh yeah, anything. yeah. You don't know. I mean, there's no. Uh, uh,
0: but you know, it, it went on, and uh, I found out that you know somehow they were taking getting me I guess further back in the list and all you know and, and I mean I wasn't the only one but then it got to the uh, probably I think a week 10 days before I was to leave uh, they had names on the list when well, my name was number one and so I started asking questions I said look can they keep me Yes, they can. <laughs> I said, "Well, you know, whatever, you know." Did you check uh, out I, a rifle and it start <laughs> working? <laughs> so, I I didn't pursue anything anymore about it, you know. And then all my paperwork came in, and the next thing I knew, I was on the way, you know, home. So. uh well, you,
1: you said originally there uh, might be some guilt. Because other, I've well, been playing, yeah. I've played these shows sometimes and don't yeah. More than one um, place I've played and somebody's come up to me after the show and say, you know, I feel horrible because yeah. I never deployed and you went yeah. twice and I never, I was in during, yeah. like your situation or, yeah. you know, through the Gulf war and because, the military, everybody can't just go to wherever they're at. There's yeah. people that got to run oh, tests yeah. and everything else because yeah. of the interests of the, of the uh, big machine.
0: Yeah, you, you, I mean, you know, being in the in the replacement detachment, you see, I guess the good and the bad. I mean, you know, you you see green guys coming in, and and, and you 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 kid around with them. You know, hey guys, outside, you know, that's on the other side of that street, East Germany. You know, their eyes get, you know, I mean, you know, and you, you pick at them like that because they don't have a clue. I mean, barely know they're even in Germany, much less where they are, you know. And, and then you have guys that rotate back through, uh, you know, going to the hospital or trying to wait to get a flight, you know, wherever. And, you know, they've been through stuff that, I mean, you, they have that look. I mean, you know, and I mean, you know, and then you... You you want to sometimes say something, but then you 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 don't you know. You don't know whether it's going to be good or bad, and, and maybe you don't want to know, what you know they've they been through. been through. So, you, you know, and then one night, like I said, the only thing that's really on your mind is to you know all you want to do is come home. Well, you know, when I came home, it was just wait a minute you know everybody here is against you you know and i mean i'm even
1: here south in mobile alabama
0: it wasn't so bad here but coming back down to la uh lower alabama (laughs) uh yes it it wasn't as, as bad but you know i mean you're wearing a uniform here i don't remember really i mean that was in 68 i don't remember uh really having a situation or a problem or anything here now uh in some places uh Atlanta uh north uh yeah uh but you know um but so what did you do when you got out of the service? Um, Well, uh, find a job. (laughs) Uh, I ended up being, I think, a clerk of all places at a creosoting plant. I don't know if you're familiar with creosote or not, but Buddy and I was sort of fair-skinned at that time, and if I got within 10 feet of creosote, I would just break out and all Today? uh, Maybe I don't know because you know they don't use it anymore.
1: Uh, that's what all the railroad ties were done uh, yeah, with. Yeah. All the treated yeah, lumber. Uh, yeah, and
0: that's what what this place did. Uh, the pressure treated st- uh, stuff, and it was, uh, I mean, it would burn you mm, big time. But uh, it, it, and then I don't know. I stayed there probably two three years and no this is not for me you know and and because of the conditions and everything and and environmentally I mean that stuff was just it was everywhere all over the ground and ditches and and just there wasn't no 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 no, no. and uh you know and the ditches would run into the river and uh, I mean you know that's just sort of the way it was you know and um Then I I actually left that and got into the uh, welding supply business, and then I stayed in the welding supply business for, I don't know, 30 years, I guess, and uh, Raised the family the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got married, uh, two kids. Um, uh, My son, basically a miracle. Uh, He was premature, Um, and he had, I don't know if they still call it that now, but at that time they called it Highland Membrane, which is lungs weren't developed. And uh, they had just opened a, uh, a baby intensive care hospital uh, here, and we were one of the first ones to go there. and. Uh, I'm mean, I, Now I don't, for years I remembered who this doctor was, but it doesn't matter. But you know, he, he came in and I mean, I'll never forget what he said. He said, well, the salvage rate, and when he mentioned that word salvage, Pam and myself just, I mean, we came unglued. I mean, to me, that's not something you, not, not, a, not a word you use in a hospital, yeah. you know. I mean, just like a piece of trash or something, you know and uh i mean we knew it wasn't good because they hadn't i mean you know he's you know but all these tubes and everything uh uh hooked up to him and he he was born in in january uh, 75 i think (laughs) Uh, but we had a you know we had a very dear friend of ours that uh, of course we were with him constantly and she says you know we need to we need to go outside okay we'll go outside uh, and we went out in the parking lot and we were just sort of standing there and it was I don't know forties or thirty I don't know remember now what the temperature was but. Um, <clears throat> You know, maybe I should say this, but anyway, she says, uh, you know, the Lord came to me and said that Mark is going to be fine. He's going to be healed. And, you know, Pam and I took that literally, and, uh, and then maybe an hour or so later, you know, all these nurses running into his room, and they're adjusting this and doing that, and me being in the business that I was in when they start going and fooling with the oxygen and all. I mean, I knew what they were doing, but mind-wise they were doing the opposite of what I thought they were doing. I thought they were turning everything up to increase the oxygen flow and all, but they were actually doing the opposite, turning it down. And uh, so, uh, you know, I said, what's going on? We don't know, but things have drastically changed. Within an hour. Within an hour. And, uh, I mean, he was here, you know, a little while ago, and oh. you would never know that he yeah. Folks, uh.
1: Mark uh. is a warrior. He does a tough mutter. Oh, yeah. He just uh. he was just showing me this thing called cupping, because they told him he had to have surgery, and he said, no, that's not gonna be for me. Yeah. And, and what's it was two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he is, I mean, yeah. I want to be in shape like him. He's in, a, he, you know, yeah. he's had injuries and worked through. Oh yeah, he's a warrior. Yeah, yeah.
0: he's an incredible. Well, man. he was in uh, LE LA law enforcement for uh, you know years after he got his criminology degree and uh, start out with the local. Well, his goal was to. Of course, he went through Boy Scouts and became an Eagle Scout, and his goal was to uh, get with a federal agency, and that didn't happen uh, <clears throat> because if he didn't speak three or four different languages and all, there wasn't really, you know, and and they told him that, you know, you really need to start out locally and then, you know, then that's what he did. He started out as a cadet and worked his way up and stayed with the city for a number of years, then, uh, then went to the county and he retired from the county, so now he... Uh, He's employed uh, with the state, so uh, still doing. Uh,
1: All back to that winter yeah, night when that lady looks uh, at you uh, and says, "God's gonna make this." And
0: okay. but I mean, you would never know. Looking at him, I mean, he's. I mean, he's like a brick wall. I mean, you yeah. know, uh, so. But yeah, it's, it's you know, we're, you know, we're, I mean, God's been good to us, fortunate and all, but. Uh, you now know, your dad was
1: an agricultural salesman, you were telling
0: me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, uh, he had one, he lacked one quarter of graduating from uh, college, and, you know, back in the 30s, uh, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on, and you know, I you know, my dad didn't really, I, I really never found out exactly why he didn't, you know, go back and finish and all. But then he got into the agriculture, you know, farming, you know, sales and stuff like that, and uh, <clears throat> and and did that the rest of his life, you know. And uh, of course, my mom in those days, everybody was a homemaker, and you know. Um, so uh, yeah that's that is but,
1: kind of a question now you say those days you're talking about the 50s
0: oh yeah and yeah. women didn't have jobs and uh, yeah i mean yeah well sure you know there were you know telephone operators
1: <laughs> but now they... uh
0: you know i mean there'd be a, a two or three story building and there's cubicles and you know all these switchboard operators and all, uh you know it was all I guess you could say, done manually uh I mean you your downtown areas you had you know department stores, drug stores, you know that type of thing, and so yeah, there were a lot of women that were employed, there, believe it or not, a lot of women employed in the shipyards, really oh yeah, welders, uh ship fitters, sure, uh. But, uh, see you never uh, they
1: don't talk about that stuff,
0: yeah, uh, you know, so, and i've I've hmm. seen a lot and uh been through a lot, but you know it uh I'm not a young guy, but I guess I'm not that old either, you know, so uh well, uh, I've been here for two <laughs> days,
1: and you worked me under the table yesterday,
0: <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I try to stay active, but uh, you, you know, go to the gym
1: every day, or I, every I other try day. to
0: go at least five days a week. Yeah, but some people interrupt all that, and I don't get to. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, but uh, but you know, and I've had some tragedies in my life that, uh, you know, uh, so
1: well you you but, you always keep going.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, I've got to, you know, because um, I've just, you know, got to keep my mind off of things, so. Well, I, I, I mean, it's tough, so.
1: I liked it the other day. Uh, Somebody come up and asked us to go to, well, Mark came up and said, hey, called up and told Kate, like, Know it spurred a moment, but can you guys come over to eat? Yeah. And it's twenty minutes through Mobile to get there, and I wasn't yeah. planning on yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm not real good at this the yeah. moment, and my right. anxiety hit, yeah. and and I, I had to turn to you and be like, "Oh Wait, yeah. I got to stop for yeah. a minute or two. Yeah. So, and we did. And you didn't. You took that in stride, like, "Oh yeah, hey, anxiety's real, well, just, stress and depression, you yeah. know." Because I deal with all that stuff. Yeah. And
0: well, you know, uh, depression. I mean, you know, the way I look at it, uh, most people number one they don't understand it. Number two, they want to just stick their ha- head in the sand and ignore it, you know. And uh, but the, to me, the main thing is people they don't understand. You know, it's it's a it's real. It's yeah. it's, it's a a disease, uh, and there are just numerous people that have it. Uh, a lot of people don't know they have it. And I think a lot of the people in the medical field, they're so stacked up with patients and all, they don't have time to really get involved with each individual person. And, uh, you know, and I have a hard time, which I'm sure everybody does that was in, in a situation, you know, hey, you know, we were here for 10 minutes and we talked for three minutes and you know nothing. No, and you, you walk can't, out with all yeah. these prescriptions, and well, wait a minute now. How do you know you need this in three minutes? You, you know, so and what
1: about that other thing uh, I'm taking from that other yeah, doctor? Like, yeah. why doesn't they do that?
0: Yeah, so it, it's you know, and uh, I guess that's why they. I hate to say this, why they call it practice, uh, but you know. it, it certainly is.
1: Well, and that, you know, and that's what got uh, me started doing this is that. Yeah. I started realizing it's this whole You know, when I was just playing music, the guys in my post traumatic stress yeah. group were like, the number one thing is you got to be connected yeah. and you got to have fun. And it's hard to be connected to somebody like me sometimes because we're trying to drive, you're driving across town oh, yeah. and I'm like, I got to stop. Yeah. I mean, and, I can't, And that was fine. Uh, yeah, but, but it, I, you know, you, I, like I told you at the time, I felt embarrassed telling you that.
0: I mean, hey, I understand. That's something part I of planned. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all go through trials and tribulations, and uh, uh, you know, and you know what happened to my wife. You know, uh, I'll never get over it, but you know, you got to keep going on. And I go day by day, and I have good days and bad days, like you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people in different situations. I mean, everybody has a has their own situation and uh, you know it's uh, it, you just gotta keep going
1: you do and that's the uh, because <clears throat> well like you've supported Vet Church yeah <laughs> and especially since I started doing the stories I mean the like I never thought I'd get you on here to tell a,
0: a, you oh, yeah, know, I like, didn't either so I don't feel bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I remember uh-huh. I, I can't remember who I told and they said I said, Uncle Billy's not <laughs> Uncle Billy's not gonna talk with you on that Mark, thing. He yeah. Oh, it's Mark. It was Mark Well,
0: name. I'm normally I don't talk a lot. Uh But uh, but what you've yeah. done um. is
1: is you see you see what's going on with me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and it's not just yeah. me, it's this whole post traumatic stress yeah. thing. It's
0: tough. Yeah. There's
1: thousands of us come that on. have it. Come there's on. there's people come Nate, on up here. Come on. Come on, Link. There's in. people that have it that had nothing to do with the military. Right. It could be. It could be. They went. They went through something with a friend. Mm-hmm. They saw something happen. They were there at a very stressful moment, and all. And and that stuff pops back up. And it's if you don't know, you don't even know what's happening to you. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's real, and you know. I mean. A lot of people they don't understand i mean i don't understand you know a lot of stuff and uh but it's real i mean that's all i can say is you know and, and, and different people go through different situations uh and it's just it's i mean they're real and a lot of people haven't been in their footsteps and they don't understand no that didn't really happen no, you you didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's. I'll tell you one of the uh, things that like really changed uh, that, and
1: maybe maybe this will help some of our folks listening. My mama died of cancer mm-hmm. in November, November eighth, two thousand sixteen. But <laughs> for four years before that, she went through this. I would just say hellacious journey.
0: Yeah,
1: and. <clears throat> Up until that point, I'd work as a chaplain. I worked on the oncology floor yeah. in numerous hospitals. Yeah. I'd had friends die. The first person I married, he was on the oncology ward. He's in his sixties, and he married his next door neighbor. <coughs> but they had to get the head of the hospital to sign off. Yeah. A judge had to sign off, to make sure there was no coercion. <laughs> you know, this whole thing had oh, to be yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm around. Yeah, cancer. I'm around people dying. Until my mom died, <clears throat> and, and I didn't even know I was. I mean, I, I, I like my mom, talked to her every day, I knew she prayed for me every day. But until that happened, I wasn't aware of how crazy cancer is. Mm-hmm. I mean, even being around it, I wasn't, because it, it affected me.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm a cancer survivor uh, since 06, and. They're all different. I mean, you know, uh, I had prostate cancer and, you know, here, I mean, everybody wants to cut on you and I know there's more options than that and uh, so I chose to go a a different route and uh, I did, you know, no side effects or anything. I had two different types of uh, uh, treatments. and. you know, uh, I'm I'm still here, and you know, and do what I want to do, and uh, you know, my life's not. I'm sort of hard-headed. I eat what I want to eat, and I don't eat what I don't want to eat, and you know, and I sort of do what I want to do, and uh, you know, well, you need to take this, and you need to do this, and yeah, right, and I just keep on keeping on, you know, with what I do, and, and you know, and I. Not a pill person, you know, and and, I mean, I used to take, you know, baby aspirin every day, and I probably hadn't had one in, I don't know, a year or so, you know, and I I just, I mean, I don't like taking baby aspirin, much less any other type of pill, and uh, I just, I just don't, you know, so. Well, you uh, started talking uh, to me
1: about where you went yesterday to get the help you got, and I was so impressed that (laughs) that we've tried to, like, like I want to put, uh, I want to put that on my guitar. I mean, like I'm, yeah. I'm so impressed yeah. for of what they did. Yeah, I, uh,
0: you know, uh, give them a plug. I went to uh, Cancer Treatment Centers of America, and at that time, I, I went up to uh, Chicago, which actually it's north of Chicago, but it's uh, uh, in a little town called Zion, Illinois, and uh, just fantastic place I mean they were just on the cutting edge of everything and uh, and there were other hospitals that you know uh, but you know that's where I ended up and it was just unbelievable uh, you know uh, what I experienced and went through and uh, I mean there were people I and mean, talk about feeling guilty earlier there were people there that I mean they were really in bad shape. And here I am, you know walking and talking and you know I mean and I felt guilty for being there because I see people that I mean they can't even get out of bed, you know uh, and it sort of works on you uh, and you f- feel bad well, I mean these people I mean they're in bad shape, you know they can't even get out of bed or if they get out of bed they gotta have all this stuff following behind them and hooked up to them and all of this and Yet, you know, I'd go get my treatments and all, and it'd take 20, 30 minutes, and I'm off doing whatever for the rest of the day, you know? And uh, so it, it, you know, it's... Uh, but sitting here... It makes you appreciate, you know, really, you know, yeah, I'm there, but I'm not there like them. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and they're just... Uh, I mean there's so many different types of cancers Uh, you know and in a way I you know gee we send people to the moon but we can't cure cancer I mean you know Yeah, SpaceX uh, is
1: marvelous but we can't find a cure
0: yeah and so that's sometimes is hard for me to understand you know in the back of my mind well do we really want to cure cancer You know, big brother. Uh, So I I don't know. I'm just one person, you know. Well, that, uh,
1: you know. Cancer Center, uh, Cancer Treatment treatment Centers centers of America. Yeah, Yeah, they've
0: got several locations, you know, around the country. uh, But they're. They treated you respectfully. Like what you told me,
1: I I remember telling you, I said, because my, you know, my. The reason I'm the reverend doctor is pastoral (laughs) care. It's not, you know, I'm not the. Best preacher or theologian or any of that, but when it comes to pastoral care, that's what I'm trained in and working in hospitals. And when you told me that, I said, Man, when this is yeah, over, yeah. whenever that is, I want to go work in one of them yeah. hospitals. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, they just recently, a year or so ago, opened one in Atlanta now, which they didn't have when I went, or that's where I would have gone. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, my experience, I mean, it's hard to explain when you. Other than the employee that picks you up at the airport and brings you to the hospital, that's the only relation you have with them. But when you, you know, he drops you off and goes and parks the vehicle or whatever, and you walk in the door, and before that door closes, you sense something. You know, and it's it's hard for people to grasp, well, what do you mean, sent something, well, something's different about this place, nobody says a word to you, nobody says anything, you can just feel it, I mean, this is before the door closes behind you, wow, you know, something's, something's here, you know, and as I told you that, I mean, you, you go check in, and they just, I mean, everybody's so friendly and all, Hospital ever been in my life that had carpet in the halls. Carpet? Well, that means they probably clean it three or four times a day, you know? And I mean, hey, uh, but in, you know, they were there for their patients. I mean, it's like they they work for us, and and I don't know if I told you this or not, but they had uh, my my I went through uh, external radiation, which uh, uh, they call it tomotherapy, and uh, I think I was there seven weeks, and uh, they had once a week they would have meetings uh, in a conference room. You know, coffee, donuts, that type of stuff. But they would have nurses, doctors, caregivers, patients, the president of the hospital. Come
1: see every patient.
0: There, no, we're all in a conference room. Oh, okay. And I, I don't remember who went first or whatever, but it's like the president stands up and sort of looks at everybody. What can we do for you? You know, what are we not doing? What do you need us to do? What do you, I, I mean, and uh, I don't think I did tell you this, but we were uh, first there in the cafeteria, in I don't know, I want a hamburger or something. And uh, I was looking through the condiments, and they had no mayonnaise, they had Miracle Whip. and you know, I'm just, I'd do without, you know. And I didn't worry about it, I went and sat <laughs> down, and next thing I know, this lady's over there, she says, uh, I noticed you're over there looking around, what were you looking for? And I don't have a clue who this lady was, you know. And I said, oh, I was looking for mayonnaise, it's no big thing, I'm just, you know, where I'm from, you know, and, and just let it go at that. And she says, oh, okay. And the next night we were in there getting whatever, they had mayonnaise. Just like that. And, you know, I mean, to me, that was, you know, hey, I can have it or not have it. It's no big deal. But to them, it was a big deal. Uh, And, uh, I mean, it was just the little things. And uh, so.
1: You know, but. So I've, I've done a lot of work in hospitals, yeah. and a lot of hospitals are understaffed. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's yeah. a huge who's going to pay for yeah. it? Thing. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You know, and it's and, a nonprofit hospital, and this is not. Yeah. And, and, yeah.
1: and you're not a wealthy man. <laughs> uh, you didn't make no millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. You, you worked hard. You're still working. Oh, yeah. You're going to go cut lawns tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you cut lawns. You got another job too. Yeah. You're, you're doing awesome stuff, and you own your own house. Mm-hmm. They didn't take your house. You own a car. Mm-hmm. You have your own tools. And, and yeah. you're not making a monthly payment till the day you die. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed with this company.
0: <laughs> well, cause it, it's hard to... It, I mean, it's... I mean, like I say, there, there are many of them, but... And there may be... You know, I'm sure people have sort of the same situations and all, but I can only speak for where I've been and what I've experienced you know uh, and for what it did for me uh, I mean I just can't say enough I mean uh, like I say I'm everything is just like before I went.
1: Well, you're you're uh, in better with, shape Without cancer Than I am yeah, right yeah. now At 47 Because well, I haven't worked out Until You know Like I
0: said yesterday I don't or, even remember When I was 47 But that's
1: <laughs> Well until they got These vitamin B uh, shots I couldn't yeah, have done yeah. What I did yesterday Yeah I, I, I know I,
0: Yeah just like you Were supposed to come here What weekend A couple weeks ago Whatever Several weeks ago uh, Yeah well Cause, Well we uh, put it off Then yeah, we put it off again Yeah And, and hey I understood You know yeah. uh, And you know A lot of people Get ticked off And Hey, well, they didn't come. You know, they were supposed to. Well, I mean, hey, I know. I, like right yeah, now, I was, I was supposed
1: hey, to be this week yeah. in Maine. Oh, and, well, see, I didn't see, know that. But that's well, you know, that's I, the long yeah, term, yeah. like there's, you know, you get yeah. pushed everything off, and and next week we're headed towards uh, we're headed towards Michigan where there's another World War II. And, and I, you here.
0: know, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you do it. Uh, I don't, well, I'm not sure I could do it, but I mean. I think it's the greatest thing there is that you do it. I mean, there there needs to be more people like you that do do what you're doing. Uh, you know, because you've probably helped more people than you'll ever know. I mean, a lot of people are like me—they don't talk much. They don't—they uh, don't really associate with a lot of people per se. I mean, I've you know. Uh, I mean I've got different things going on and uh, you know it's but like i say you you've you've reached out in different areas to different people and you affect different people in different ways and and, and i i mean you know in well, my so opinion just watching stuff uh in some of the comments people have made you've you've uh you've helped people realize a lot of things that they never thought about I mean you know but you've 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 done I appreciate uh, that. you've done well and there need to be more people out there like you that you know doing what you're doing and, and I know you're and at least I don't think you're in it for the money which I know you're not getting you know <laughs> uh, you know, but hey, we're uh, still eating. yeah. Well, it. and that's good. Uh, and I know we're out there working on your van, so yeah, we're. <laughs> uh, and that'll come up one day. So uh, you know. Uh, well, but
1: one of the things is too, that I believe people are helping themselves. Yeah. Now we are. We're we're shooting it up here. I had a phone, and it just struck me one day, and then. When when Sergeant Carpenter said, "Come out and help me tell my story," then I realized that this mm-hmm. is a big part of that playing that music. Just like that music was helping me, mm-hmm. and that, and it kind of goes to that shirt you're wearing. Can everybody, can y'all, see that shirt? It says, uh, that's the Chris Kyle shirt." Mm-hmm. Now, who is he?
0: Sniper. And I think a lot of people are familiar with him. And you know, of course, books, movies. And he, he his died wife is super. Oh yeah. yeah, that's
1: really uh, what I yeah. guess I'm at.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I support and I stand up for people like Chris. You know, uh, La. Of course, I wear a, uh, uh, blue lives matter bracelet. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of that was because of my my son. But you know, these. I mean, now. People, you know, spit on them. I mean, they, in which they didn't do that ten years ago. Yeah. And, and you know, these—the way I look at it, they're walking targets.
1: Well, and and it's it's a hard—I would not oh, yeah, want to be yeah, police yeah. on. I yeah. mean, the it's, stuff that yeah. Mark has told me yeah. about. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. do that. And yeah. you know, and I was at Fort, um, Fort Knox, Kentucky, and something come down. I had to go work with some MPs and uh, one of the guys was older, he's getting ready to retire, been, been an MP his whole career, and he said to me, he said, well, chaplain, can you imagine what would happen to America if for 48 hours there were no police officers?
0: Oh, hmm
1: Oh, sure. He said, he's, and this guy was like, hey man, not all police officers are good, but not all clergy are good. Right. He's, you know, because I was in right. the clergy yeah. side, and I thought about it, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. He said, now you think about it, if there was no police officers and no clergy, it would be chaos
0: mm-hmm. sure
1: and i sure. was like wow yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. but
1: but you're right it's a hard it's hard <laughs> to care for people it's hard to be in a helping profession uh-huh. i mean nurses oh, yeah. doctors yeah. Hey, any of it um, and how do you make a living not every doctors driving a mercedes not every doctor oh, yeah. is living in one of these big houses yeah, oh on. yeah i mean i there's a guy that came to the show i did a show 2 or 3 while i was sick man it was crazy. It was tough because afterwards I was wiped out. I Did a two-hour show down there in '38. One of the a retired doctor come, and uh, I I got to know him pretty well because he refused to take if somebody didn't have insurance. He's like I don't, I'm not gonna turn anybody down. Yeah. He's like what can yeah. you pay? Yeah, and I said you ask people that. He said yeah man. Yeah. He said I, I he said all he said people that worked up and down the the beach. Um. The kind of migrant workers come down yeah. from Alabama, come yeah. into Florida work. You because yeah. they don't yeah. have anything. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. looking and they travel from town to town. Yeah, he said, I've just, I gave them health care. Yeah, he said, I got a little bit of stuff, but I have the, what I have because I retired from the military. He said, the rest of it, man, I've given my life to people, and he mm. never tell anybody that. So, I, so yeah. I see that there's. There's always something, it's a give and take, and you can't lump everybody together. You can't say every
0: hospital's evil. Yeah, I I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people, the word charity, I think, and don't get me wrong, that's good, but I think a lot of people use that word in the wrong place, wrong. I don't know really what I'm trying to say, but it's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff out there, but there's a lot of people out there that just want to take you. I mean, you know. Oh no, that's true. And uh, I've seen it. Yeah. You know. And like, and so you you just you, you got to be careful. But like I say, there's some really. I mean, like you, you're genuinely want to help people, physically, mentally, you know. And, and and a lot of people out there don't like I say they don't realize what's gone on in Iraq, Afghanistan. You know they see what's the news media, you know, and, and good or bad and uh, indifferent. But uh, it's not the uh, a lot of people just uh, they don't understand. A lot of them don't want to understand. True. Uh, you know, out of the way I look at it, out of sight, out of mind. Well,
1: we, we were so. watching the news this morning and it was interesting, not any specific story, but all the stories are telling part of a story. Mm-hmm. They're not just, you know, right. and, and, and you asked me, you said, well, what, what are you going to talk about? And I said, well, I don't know. We'll just talk. <laughs> you know, like, because, because what needs to be said will come out. Yeah. And, um, and there's okay. this, this idea that, like, I, there was a certain individual who passed away recently, mm-hmm. uh, another veteran. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thought to myself, you know, like, the, the world's turning head over heels for him. And he did some oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah.
0: good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he
1: he worked real hard. He did yeah. some really <clears> good <throat> things. Um, Veterans dying every day. Mm-hmm. But they're not recognized. They're not recognized. And that private in the middle of Alabama, middle of Wyoming, middle of Kentucky, that nobody's talking to, Mm -hmm. he's just as important as that man in my mind. And because because of who I am, because of what I did, I I look at that and I think to myself, it's important to take my phone and go out there and let people tell their stories. Because sitting here with you is just as every bit as important. Well,
0: you know. I never thought I'd do this, you know, and I may or may not again, I I don't know, uh, you know, I'm just, just appreciate the opportunity, I guess.
1: (laughs) I really appreciate you coming and doing Uh this with us um, for two things. One, I've always respected you. Um, I've always so I'm gonna show this to the whole group. <laughs> so I got this uh, see this little cross. When I got married, my mother-in-law gave me that cross. Everybody and um, my wife, her daughter, I mean her sister, my my mother-in-law's daughter, and my brother-in-law, and, and all of us that have married into the family on that side, we all had that little cross. I thought, man, like, and and the Leslie name is um and and you were married to her dad's mm-hmm. sister, mm-hmm. and the Leslie name is uh they're Scottish mm-hmm. and, you know, and i always I always yeah. thought that was so cool, you know and and they got kilts and all that weird <laughs> stuff <laughs> but yeah. but I thought it was cool, you know, and I wanted to be part of something and <clears throat> down here in Mobile, there's a whole bunch of y'all mm-hmm. all together and all. You know, and there's ups and downs, and and yeah. good times and bad. And it's a family, like it or yeah. not. It's a family, and I love yeah. that because I felt like I was part of that. And and I never we never get to spend enough time with anybody in the family. It seems like, um, even living two hours away, it's it's because because nobody nobody in this family is wealthy enough to go sit around for yeah. more than a half a day or so. Yeah. And uh, and so. To be, you know, I, I've admired you. They, they, you know, somebody said to me one time, well, this was before I went to Afghanistan. Somebody said, well, you know, Uncle Billy went to, to he was during the Korean War or at, he was during the Vietnam War, yeah. and they didn't know what you did, yeah. but they, they said that you came back changed. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. I thought, well, I,
0: yeah,
1: wow, I, I need to get to know that guy, and I didn't know that Afghanistan, and Iraq were going to change me. Mm-hmm. I'm chaplain yeah i am yeah. gonna be fine right uh, like I said it
0: affects <laughs> everybody it i did. mean you know regardless of what you do yeah i mean i don't oh it I, I mean I don't care if you work in a mess hall I don't care if you're a truck it, you know it affects everybody and every uh, uh, you person. know you're there you're there yep
1: and and it's like I don't know how many like I said you know, before I don't know how many people have come up to me after I'd played a show or played in a yeah. bar and said you know i I didn't deploy I didn't do this and what happens is we get caught as
0: peoples comparing ourselves to mm-hmm. other folks, and mm-hmm.
1: comparison is, it'll steal your joy, yeah. it'll hurt you.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean that's just like the the, the, the guys and gals, that, you know, do the tomb of the unknown. I mean, to me. Oh, I know. You know so, uh, but you know, a lot of people you 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 watch that uh, on. On the computer or whatever, and and they'll pan around, you know, in the crowd, and and, and I mean, you see people, they're there on vacation, whatever, and it's like they could care less what's going on, and they try to tell people, you know, don't talk, don't do this, don't do that, and most of them, you know, well, they don't understand. They, it, right, exactly, understand. And, and you know, and that. It just gets to you, you know, so. uh, But, you know, and people don't realize it's like a show. Well, to me, it's dedication. That's right. Not everybody can do what they do, and they, per se, volunteer to do that.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, they did. They they raised their hand. Well, they're not being constructed into it. and,
0: And not everybody can do that. Yeah, I couldn't uh, do yeah. it. I could it, not it, march that it, precise. Yeah, and so it's and a, and it, a hundred it, other things it, I couldn't it's, it's it's tough, but I mean, y- you know, you take like somebody in the military band. I mean, hey, they've got a talent. That's what they do. I mean, you know,
1: one, one they're of the still guys serving the country. So in vet church, he um he's still in right now. He's in band. Yeah. And he's done a whole thing for veterans and, <clears throat> and people that are in there struggling. Oh yeah! And um, he, he runs a thing called SOAR. And I did a, I put up a thing a while back. I did a video for them when I was still in uniform, because mm-hmm. I was when I was went through the wounded transition unit. I met yeah. them and I met <clears throat> the guys from Operation Song. And um, and they they've man, I didn't realize how important music was. You know, and it was through that 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 I started doing, even, yeah. this is even an extension of that because yeah. the music helped me heal. It's helping me oh, heal. Yeah. I'm not healed, but
0: it helps uh, me make it. Yeah, day. I mean, I mean, that goes back, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but each their own. I mean, there there's different, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I, I mean, a piece of this, piece of that. And, you know, and hopefully in the end it will all just Come together, you know. And a lot of people it does. A lot of people it doesn't. Uh, y- you know, you everybody goes through stuff. You're right. you right. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what it is, but it's stuff. I mean, you know.
1: Well, and and I think the way we get through it best is when yeah. we're with together.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean. It's, I don't really want to go into a lot of it, but, uh, um, well, well no, don't go into
1: it, you, you don't want no. me to get to, um, but hey, I, we've been, we've been going for over an hour. What? <laughs> <laughs> you told me five minutes, I'll be done in five minutes. <laughs> um, I just, I, Uncle Billy, I want to thank you. Uh, you know, they say thank you for your service. Uh, I want to uh, thank you for continuing to serve. Like you care for people. Yeah. I know some of the <laughs> stuff you do behind the scenes, yeah. and and it, it's cool that you're doing that for folks that nobody nobody'll ever know that you're out there caring for some of them old folks, and, and and you're doing it, man. And it's and it's weird too because the you know you're in your seventies and I'm in my forties. Oh, am I Are you? <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, or fortunately, so either way. I you, oh, you yeah, I, am. I thought you
1: were because yeah. you and my dad are things and y'all are yeah. still doing stuff. And it's yeah. weird because now in my forties, uh, yeah. y'all ain't old. We're talking uh, about the people in their eighties yeah. and nineties yeah. now when we say old. Yeah. And and it was weird because when I did that interview with that veteran on Wednesday, he's a hundred. It was really clear Amazing, yeah. that he's still doing stuff. I yeah. asked him what he does for anxiety. He said. I go cut the grass, mm-hmm. and then his his yeah. wife. They've only been married three years. She got they got married. She's eighty five, and he was ninety seven. Tired of being alone, and uh, he said, and she said, you know, he's like I go mow the grass. Blah, blah blah. He's talking, and it's huge. They're, they, I mean, they had twenty acre, ten acres, yeah. whatever. It's big. And she said, what he's not telling you is. that, <laughs> He's push mowing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's yeah. not
1: going to get on a ride of mower. He don't like that. Yeah. Well, that's why I, one, that's the way I
0: am. I you know, just I just like doing it, you yeah. know. So, uh, yeah. Well, thank uh,
1: you for doing this. Yeah. anything else you well, want to say? Uh,
0: I just appreciate you and Kate, you know, for you all are doing cuz not just everybody can step out and we're going to leave this stuff at the house. But we don't have a house to leave it in, and we're hitting the road. We did. And, and you're hitting the road everything. for, you know, everybody that's out there. Yeah. Not me. Not I mean, you know, just, you know, and you're you're traveling all over the place, and and you're you're, not really, you're doing it for them, not for you. Uh. And and you know I appreciate that, and I know other people do. They may or may not say. Uh, you know, like I say, it affects different people different ways, and and there are people that you touch that you will never know.
1: Uh, well, and that's the beauty know, yeah.
0: of using this internet. Yeah, I don't have um, to know.
1: Yeah, I. You know, when I when I when I was when them gentlemen <clears throat> put their hands upon me and ordained me. Oh yeah. And blessed me. It wasn't just them doing that. It was me kneeling there. Yeah. And, and I think the, the, you know, I thought for a while it was over. I, I didn't see any reason to live. And then yeah. I, I had this phone and then I played some music and I kept putting it up on the music. And then my brother-in-law kept saying, do vet church. And then Scott Carpenter said, yeah well, stories.
0: Well, uh, you, you, you know. Made sense. How long have you been doing this? I mean, I. Uh,
1: Altogether? Uh, yeah, I mean. Since about two years playing the well, music and everything. I mean,
0: you know, you've. You've had a lot of trials and tribulations. You're still going through stuff. I mean, just like you know, you got to crawl before you can walk. Oh yeah. But you're you're getting there, uh, and, and you know, not that you do everything right or you do everything wrong. You're doing what you think you need to do, and I think you're definitely you know going in the right direction. I appreciate you. I mean, you that. know, and. Uh, uh, and, and you know we're we're there or at least I'm there for you uh, and I know a lot of the people are too but you know we appreciate what you've done what you've been through and uh, you know I I mean you're you're there for other people but what you got to realize there are people there for you too I appreciate so. that. you know well, and, and I will <laughs> say
1: this for everybody about Churchill last <laughs> Last two days, now going into the day, we're about to go do it again. Uh, we've been so since we've we're, we're, what we're doing. We decided that we can get the most miles per gallon out of that minivan, and um, and you've been out there helping us get that generator in <laughs> the a new AC in it, so like we can uh-huh. run the minivan and stay, in, you know, turn it <clears throat> into a small RV is what we've done.
0: Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna and, be nice. And so you
1: have, I mean, like I, I remember I showed up. I said to Kate, I said, well. We, we've got the smaller RV that's much more comfortable in the truck. And I said, well, if, if we show up with this idea and Uncle Billy says that's crazy, then I'm turning around and we're not going to well, mess with it. Kate,
0: did you call me? I can't remember, but uh, her words were somewhat like, uh, Matt has a project. And that's all she said. And I'm going, <laughs> Project? You know, I don't, yeah, I buddy. can't even play my way out of a paper bag, so I know that's not it. <laughs> and I'm trying to think in my mind, project, you know, what kind of project? And then all of a sudden she calls back, we're at Home Depot. And I said, oh, that kind of project, <laughs> you know.
1: Well, it's hard <laughs> to describe what we're doing. Yeah. There's a couple folks yeah. on YouTube doing it.
0: Yeah. I also didn't want yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be, yeah, I'm not going to be here. Done no. with But no, anything I can do. That's that's the thing. And then uh and, you know, give a lot of credit to my grandson that came over. I mean, he's Chandler. He you know, I got to, the way I operate, I got to sort of plan everything, draw everything out, you know, uh and he looks at something and, yeah, we're going to do this, this, this. And he Oh, in five minutes. He
1: changed oh, what we were doing. Yeah. We spent over the, half the day before. And, that's
0: the way he is. And, I mean, it's just, you know. And
1: and it made it better, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, y'all, I know, when so. we come out, y'all come <laughs> out and check the van out and the, uh, everything else. And and we'll show you some of Chandler's ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, thank you for yeah. being there for us. Yeah. Um, And you're right about that. Yeah. You know, Sometimes it's hard to say... I need help. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd love to be self-sufficient. Yeah, yeah it, but it's. I'm
0: not, I can't. Yeah, and you can't do it by yourself. I mean, I'm. You know, um, it's just gotta stay connected. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, if it wasn't for my kids. You know, I don't know. So, but.
1: Well, they are here, <laughs> and you got some great grandkids. and and before you know it you'll probably have great a guy like him man you know he's gonna be a hot ticket man he's gonna have great grandkids grandkids
0: (laughs) yeah so
1: so well hey vet church go ahead
0: no you Uh, hey we got work to do i know yeah we gotta finish the project
1: thank y'all vet church for tuning in and listening Uh,
0: thank you for joining us for this vet church interview your feedback is welcome Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.